Yo, this is Press Play with Augie and Riz. I'm Augie. Hey, 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 this is Riz. This is a podcast where we share our thoughts, ideas, and rants about anything pop culture and the world around us. Follow us on Instagram at Press Play AR. That's Press Play AR on Instagram. Uh, so I've been reading up on this amazing resort that I think we really? can visit. It's called the White Lotus uh, uh, in Hawaii. Uh, uh, we'll talk about that a little more coming up. But aside from that, uh, we will discuss A Quiet Place Part 2. Finally, yes. Drag Race All-Stars 6. And Alanis Morissette's 25th anniversary concert for Jagged Little Pill that we went to see this past Wednesday. Yes. Stick around. Stick around. So, it didn't take us too long to go back to the beach here at home uh, this past, or yesterday actually, we went to, to the beach. Yeah, it's basically you worked last weekend and the weekend before we were in uh, Fort Myers Beach, uh, and I had just recovered from my uh, sunburn, which was really bad. I decided, hey, why do I need, like in Fort Myers Beach, why do I need sun lotion on our second day? <laughs> that was a gigantic mistake, the skin peeling off my nose but uh we yes we went and i was so excited and i did get a little burn but it was it was it was glorious it was like the clearest water we had seen in a long time and can we just talk about the dollar goggles i got yeah they worked pretty well it was amazing and i love looking underwater when i swim i think that's part of the full experience that i like when i go swim yeah and I, I always get really happy when it's I know it's going to be a clear, clear water day. And it was such a beautiful day. It was scorching hot, but the water was nice and cool and crisp compared to the beaches in Fort Myers Beach, which it was a little warmer. A little warmer. Over but there. I think it has to do with how the Gulf is shaped. Whereas, and it I, depends I guess, on the time of the year, the the yeah. storms that are out there, the um, whether there had been. I think if there's storms like before, that means it had been less less sunny for like a week or so. So that means it'll be cooler. I uh, you know there's a science to it. You know I just let other people like while we were sitting there, I looked up. I wonder when the tide is going down so we can go out <laughs> to the sandbar. And I looked it up and it was uh, three o'clock. So that Correct. was really cool. Because as soon as we got there, I'm like, let's go to the sandbar. And it and was about 10 o'clock in the morning. And we were getting to the sandbar and you're like, hey, I'm not touching the yeah. the, the bottom of the, the ocean. It was about seven feet deep. Yeah. But uh, it was just lovely, lovely, lovely day. And we had our, our snacks and and... I always say this after it happened because it's a lesson that we both learned of the coronavirus mm-hmm. is how much we took for granted having the beach so close yet we don't go at all. Yeah. And it wasn't until this pandemic that we're going through is when we realize, hey, this is like a, a luxury a that luxury. we exactly. should be taking advantage of and that now we are. And there's people all over the world, let alone our country, that has never seen the beach or you know yeah so we're, we're very lucky uh it's something that we've taken for granted before and and hopefully we won't take it take for granted in the future i don't think we will not at all because we're having our beach days yeah, yeah not at all it. and especially now that your brother nick and and barbara gifted us those kayaks we can go out there even more and, and I explore. I can't wait. I can't wait. I want to hit that island by where your dad and mom lives. Okay. 
cool, cool. I want that to be like a personal mission of ours. They do like midnight, uh, moonlight kayak shit and stuff. They're for, in meetups and uh, meetup.com. Oh, really? We look that shit up. Oh, awesome. We that, should. That'd be a ton of fun. But yeah, it's a cycle. It's uh, when it comes to like the beach and awesome. We just wanted to share that because it's basically our weekend thing. If we're not in Orlando at Universal Studios, we're either at the beach, which we're really excited because we are going to Universal Studios later this year to celebrate your birthday. Next month and about a month, about a month from now. Yeah. Exactly a month, actually. Uh, for Halloween Horror Nights, which, you know, I'm super excited about. I can't wait. Uh, it's it, We had a lot of fun two years ago, and we didn't get to go last year, obviously, because of, of, of COVID. Um, I'm just really excited. I'm, I, we're going to have to, like, like rest, because I, I think I walked, like, 30 million steps that night. Because we was saw everything, everything but except one, for... The Rob Zombie Okay, that one in Stranger Things. Uh, then well, two. Strangers, yeah. Whatever. Stranger Things was never seven under seven hundred minutes. No, late. so we're like, no. do we like it that much? <laughs> we, no. we literally let, let's stood. do the let's do the clown one again. <laughs> we did that. That was really cool, uh, and it yeah. smelled like cotton candy and popcorn. Oh, that was awesome! Like all the sensories, and, and I was terrified. The scenery going. and. Oh my! And in us, when they're all standing in in the last room. Oh my god! I forgot about us. Right? That was so scary. That was badass. It was badass. That's that why I love it so much because you know, to be like such a fan of these movies and to like literally just walk into them. That's what Universal was originally supposed to be about, and this is specifically for horror movies, which is just awesome for someone like me. Um, nothing scream related this year, but Doesn't look like hopefully it. if if the new scream does well, uh, I think it's I think it's gonna do well. It'll come out in future horror nights, hopefully. Oh, well, they've done it before, and I I had said in the past that I regret not going. Um, I think in 2014 they had a like a scream tram or a train or something, and it was like a ride, and all this shit's going on around wow. you, but. I recently looked that up again to like get a little more info on it, and it was actually Universal Studios Hollywood, so it was never in Orlando. So I didn't. Oh, okay. it was never meant to be for oh, that. All right. Well, speaking of horror and villains, um, if you follow us on Instagram, I do a lot of uh, polls for you guys to pick, especially when we go out to the movies and and things like that. And we like to get feedback from our listeners and our followers at. Uh, at Instagram, I found these glasses of Jason and Freddie, and I posted on our on our Instagram, and I said, "Hey guys, uh, choose your killer." I think that's what it was, and you guys responded a lot, and it sparked an idea from both of us to for the month of October, we decided to do a villain versus villain straight horror up tournament thing, tournament of horror films and stuff like that, and we want you guys to be the judge and it'll be like a bracket thing like what's that fantasy football like or, a fantasy football or, or yeah. no like a tur- tournament yeah like, yeah what with brackets yeah brackets you know i'm gonna i'm gonna make up the brackets i'm really excited i'm gonna probably enter all this stuff we're gonna have to do it like every couple days it's not it can't be a weekly thing no because... no so, yeah well, we're still working on it and but we want you guys to give you guys a heads up so you guys can keep an eye on it and we're really excited and we'll see who is going to be the horror villain 
for this year Halloween, and for if it does Halloween, well, we'll yeah. we'll do it every year. That's super exciting. Reigning champions and stuff, and then Ooh. we can do an all star and all that stuff like RuPaul. Oh, <laughs> they should! Oh my gosh, they should do a reality show like that. <gasps> they they have Dragula. Yeah. Yeah. No. Whatevs. No. Okay. Cool. So so we we <laughs> went to see great transition. <laughs> well, I thought you were transitioning to it with your villain stuff. I'm like, what are you getting at with <laughs> with Alanis Morissette? What'd she do to you? We went to see Alanis Morissette uh, for her 25th anniversary. It's actually 26 years this year. Yeah. Uh, because obviously the delay because of COVID. I feel like we brought these tickets a million years ago because we did. If we, we did, it was like February 2020 and we finally got to see her. Yeah. Actually, I think it was late 2019 when we bought the damn tickets. Shit, man. Mm-hmm. Um, and we went to this cute little town called West Palm Beach. Huh. Um, where it is known famously for being Trump counting because that's where Mar-a-Lago is at. So um, fun for two gay guys from the city to travel up north. But we were welcomed warmly by the lovely and effervescent Vanessa. We may remember she uh, was one of the first people to ask us. We forgot to bring her a sticker to ask a question on the podcast. We, we need to bring her a sticker. Yeah. So, yeah, she's an avid listener, and uh, she has a Instagram, which we will probably mention somewhere in our um, Instagram when we post this episode up. Uh, but, yeah, she's a friend of my sister, and we just, you know, became family like Priscilla, who we mentioned earlier uh, in other episodes. I think it was the baby shower episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's like, yeah, come early. We'll have lunch. And she took us to this... Uh, like endless eatery, sushi eatery called uh, Koizi, mm-hmm. uh, where you order your sushi or your hand rolls or your sh- sashimi, and it's made to order. And it was really good. It was really nice. The fish are okay. Wait, okay. Let me tell you, girl. I, <laughs> girl. <laughs> let me. I ordered. Uh, you know because okay. So. I started off ordering sushi, but it's, like, made to order, so it took forever. So when that finally came, I decided to order, like, a few hot things and maybe an appetizer so it'll come a little quicker. Um, so I ordered, you know, like, orange chicken, and and then I'm like, oh, wait, before you leave, let me try these crab tacos. Um, I'm like, okay, that, that was one of the appetizers. Now, before you go on, the food is really good and excellent. very well made. So yeah. our expectation, or at least my expectation, for these fish tacos is crab. were going to be good. Yeah. Because uh, the, the presentation is what I'm trying to get to. It's really yeah. good with the other sushis and the other things. And I'm like, wow, this is, you know, this is not bad. Um, so? So how, how did the waiter brought... Brought so, you the the crab tacos. She brought me uh, a plate with a little bowl in the middle with with the crab, uh, like a crab salad, like shredded crab salad, and three Pringles were the tacos. The yes. Pringles were the tacos. And, and I laughed while the waiter brought it because <laughs> not it was not the waiter's fault or anything like that. I just found it so hilarious that they it was 
I can imagine tasty. them just grabbing them inside the can of Pringles and just plopping them on the but plate. But bro, it was so good. The the salt from the Pringles and the and and, and it, it, it was just the right amount of crab salad to go with three Pringles. And I've even tried to recreate it here. Not not much success, but I'm gonna I'm gonna continue trying. You with, should with. Pringles. <laughs> yeah. With, exactly. And it was really nice to see Vanessa. Yeah, it was very, uh, very She was cool. just a delight talking to us about West Palm Beach and how much calmer it is up there, which it is. Uh, we yeah. live literally in Miami. Like, I, I don't know how specific we can get. Yeah. Um, but um, she said that she, when she left Miami, she's never been back and she likes it up there. And some people really like that. Some people prefer that. And good for them, you know? Yeah, it was, you know... Not my town. We we had a, an issue with GPS as well, where... That's we, the second time it <laughs> fucked us over. We, we were going to, like, a Target, and it took us in the complete wrong direction, like, by seven miles or something. Yeah, at, out, out east to the bay of West Palm Beach. And I'm like, this is too centric to be, like... <laughs> Uh, a, tar- a a big target, and here. they're like, "You've arrived," and like, "No, we haven't." And <laughs> it was, just was like, like a, these big a financial building, <laughs> yeah, financial buildings everywhere. And we're like, "What the fuck is this?" And then place? there's the bay, and I'm like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> so yeah, because it had us get off, get off uh, the turnpike, and we took a left, and our destination was actually on the right of the turnpike. So we went. It added like a half an hour or forty five minutes onto our drive. But I that guess it was, worked. We saw West fun. Palm Beach. Mm, I don't like it. No offense, Vanessa. I'm sure there's more to it, you know. I guess. You know, know. We'll, we'll, we'll check it out again. But after we had our lunch and we said our goodbyes, uh, we headed out to the amphitheater. Mm-hmm. The amphitheater. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I, I've been there twice before. I went to see uh, the Cranberries. Uh, the last, I think that was the last time I saw them. No, mm-hmm. I'm lying. Wait, am I? Yeah, the last time I saw them was in 2002 together because I saw her solo um, as well, like, I think in 2007. Uh, and then I and then I saw the Blue Man Group featuring Tracy Bonham there mm-hmm. as well, uh, which was a really good show. And Tracy Bonham blew, blew the, the roof off that place. You know what I mean? And she got a lot of fans from that tour. I um. really want to see Tracy Bonham live. Tracy, come down to Miami. Please please sigh but anyways we got there and i was like pleasantly surprised by one major thing what was that no one was wearing masks no i wasn't pleasantly surprised oh by pleasantly that. <laughs> uh what were you pleasantly about um hmm. <laughs> what was that uh, the parking. They, oh. they didn't charge for the parking because we were, <laughs> we got there and I'm like, oh, here, here we go. They're gonna nickel and dime us. It's gonna be like twenty five dollars for parking after we paid how much for the damn tickets. And we saw the VIP for fifty, and we're like, if here that's we go. fifty, imagine we're like thirty for general parking. Yeah, but no, no charge at all. Which was so very thanks, cool. people behind the the amphitheater or the people behind the Alanis Morissette concert. Yeah, I don't know. And yeah, we got there in plenty of time. Um, we sat down. I went and got us drinks. I had a uh, 
a lemon icy, which was very tasty, and you had a um, seltzer, a hard seltzer. A hard seltzer. Hard seltzer, and we hung out. Uh, cat power started while I was getting the drinks. And I felt so bad for her because her guitar strap snapped, and she was she struggling. was she was trying to she she was trying to hold the guitar and play it at the same time without the strap. Which she I don't know oh how she God. did it. She did an amazing job. Cat power, you you fucking faked it till you made she, it. She has a gorgeous voice, and I've heard her name before. I don't, I don't think I've heard specifically her songs before, but it was gorgeous. Do you want to say what one of the fans asked her? Oh. <laughs> They screamed out, are you Liz Fair? Yeah, a background. Liz Fair was originally supposed to play the concert, but she canceled. And And Cat Cat Powers Powers took over. And she said a lovely story about how she said, no, she's not Liz Fair. But she's known Liz Fair for almost 30 years. And she was one of the artists that, you know, gave her a gig to open up for her. In such, uh, when she first started out, and she's been friends with Liz all this, all this time, and I thought it was a, a sweet story. Yeah. And the audience member said, "I'm so sorry, <laughs> I confused you." And she's like, "No, it's okay. It's an honest question." Don't, don't be sorry. It's an honest. That was very. That was uh, sweet. But she had a lovely voice. She was. She was awesome. Yeah. Uh, Brenda showed up. Uh, not showed up. We invited her. I say showed up because homegirl. I'm sorry, Brenda <laughs> is late to everything. Everything, everything. She made it on time. She did. Did she? She missed a, a she, garbage song. She missed one or two garbage songs. So yeah, garbage was next. And I, you know, it wasn't no Madonna where we were sitting there waiting hours. No, they for, were very punctual. Out, which yes, thank you. I really like. Thank you. And you know what? I, you know, when it comes to female, um, female rock artists, for whatever reason, like. I like them all. For whatever reason, I never couldn't get that into garbage. Like, I like a few of their songs. Um, like the one from Romeo and Juliet and, mm-hmm. you know, basically the singles. But I've tried listening to their albums and I'm like, I don't know what it is. And I'll give it a shot. Uh, there's one song I really like from them that came out, like, in the late aughts called Bleed Like Me. Listen to it. It's really cool. But they didn't play it because it wasn't a huge hit. All those people, Alanis, Fiona, Garbage... Liz Fair were before my time because at that time I, I'm five years younger than you, Riz. So yeah, I'm more. I was into Nickelodeon, yeah. Rugrats, and it wasn't until the late '90s is when yeah. I started going into middle school, and, and that's when all the pop music was taking over music. Yeah, and so. I was brainwashed until well, I met you, my love, and you showed and me all this. I brainwashed you into something better. Gorgeous category of <laughs> so music. <I> say. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I had my my big dad joke when garbage was done. I said. That was garbage. <laughs> Dad <laughs> joke for the win. <laughs> uh, and then the, uh, it was time to see the... Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, One oh, more thing sorry. about garbage. Um, she mentioned... Oh my gosh. I I, I hardly... Re- First, you didn't know that she was Scottish. No. You I'm had like, no idea. Yeah. I'm listening to her and I'm like, why does she sound like she has a twang in her voice? She's not for... And then... She says, I'm Scottish, or I'm yeah. back home in Scotland. I'm like, what? Yeah. Yep. And it was, like, mind-blown at that moment. She's That's uh, how brainwashed <laughs> I was. I'm sorry, in the 90s. Yeah. She's an interesting character herself. Um, I, I kind of liked her style, you know, that, that she was portraying. But she brought into, 
like if you look at her videos, you know how how the how we've talked about the record companies like coming to someone like Sinead O'Connor and wanting to wear a shirt skirt skirt and the pretty makeup and all that. Uh, she bought into that. Like you look at her videos and she's wearing the skirt, short skirt and all that other shit. And since then she's, she's kind of evolved and, and she was in like a heavy fucking jacket in Miami. What the fuck is, or in Florida, what the yeah. fuck is she thinking? Yeah. She probably sweated, sweat buckets, but she was keeping it, keeping it real, I guess. And she had a cool fedora. Um, the one thing she mentioned, she mentioned, you know, opening for Alanis Morissette and that, Oh my gosh, I can't believe like looking back, I, I didn't realize how big Alanis was. Alanis was like the Billy Ellish of the nineties. And I'm like, uh, with about 15 million more album sales. Yeah. Boom, boom. Yeah. Or, yeah. Cause it's not units in today's, <laughs> I don't get it, but whatever. Um, yeah. Like, well, it, equivalent. It's uh, hard for equivalent. artists today to sell such impactful, not such impactful or, or, or music in general, Without the help of the internet. Yeah. And yeah, to do true. a feat like that before the internet was like... Alanis Morissette on, like, Jagged Little Pill on its own sold 30 million albums. That's which is insane. Fucking amazing. It's insane. And beautiful Alanis Morissette shows up and she started with... With one of your favorite songs by her. All I Really Want. And you, you like, turn to me and you're like, what song do you think she's going to do first? And I said, it's either going to be All I Really Want... You nailed or, that set list. Or Reasons I Drink. And I knew I knew she was going to do every song from Jack Little Pill because that's what we were there for. Exactly. And she was yeah. going to do, like, two or three other songs. Um, but she started out with, like, five songs from Jack Little Pill. And I was living my 90s... Or reliving my 90s teenage life you know what i mean uh the the people in the front turn to me and they're like so when did you started getting into alanis morissette and i was like uh i'm more for him i'm his support yeah yeah Um, i'm like i think i I had bad taste of music freshman it was right before my freshman year of high school yeah it came out uh and they're like how old are you and i'm like oh 39 and I was older than all of them. I thought I was... I, they looked a little older. They probably all, all have kids. No offense to kids. Yeah. People who have kids. Yeah. But well, kids age you. They age you. Make Man. cigarettes. Um, <laughs> true. Are you saying that cigarettes are the same as having babies? <laughs> That's the email we'll get. No. From angry people. From from moms from million mom or whatever it's called anyways I, back to Alanis Morissette on West Palm Beach yay <laughs> I, I was like I said I was living my teenage life and one thing I uh, I had seen Alanis twice before uh, I didn't get to see her for the big jagged little pill tour mm-hmm. I was too young at the time uh, but I did see her for the so supposed former infatuation junkie tour that wasn't the name of the tour but th- she was supporting that album and the flavors of entanglement tour. Yeah. And I missed her for the havoc and bright lights like eight, nine years ago. Okay. Um, and so this, like this would be me, like I guess going back in time and getting to experience her doing every song from Jagged Little Pill. Cause that's what she used to do. Cause that's all she had out. Cause she wasn't doing anything from her Canadian albums back then. No. Like every once in a while she'll, she'll do one of the songs. Her transition from one song to another. You said there were snippets from other albums. Yeah. She does this thing on her tours where she, cho- where generally she chooses one song and she'll 
it'll be like a transition thing uh for god i think it was purgatorying for the fear or excuse me from per, per um from from underrug swept uh for the uh underrug swept tour because purgatorying was a uh b-side so she would sing like one verse and then go into a song and then she'll sing the next verse and she'll go into another song. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one, she did a variation of that um, where she would do like a verse of Hands Clean, you know, and then go into another Jagged Little Pill song. Yeah. So we kind of got Hands Clean, even though I would have loved to have heard the whole thing. Uh, nah. So. It, she killed it. Yeah. I think she killed it. I feel like she was rocking the stage she was feeling it i love what she was wearing with her little uh black pleather leather i can't see from all the way back there uh we uh, have the screens yeah yeah uh i thought she was wearing a red shirt or am i well i was talking about the pants oh okay okay. and like a red over shirt or over blouse uh with a white shirt under and it was just so cool so natural with her blonde big main hair and i was like yes give it to me girl because you whatever you're selling i'm buying it and it was a great great concert we it was wonderful and she did three songs from um excuse me other than jagged little Pill, there's 13 songs 12 songs plus the hidden track so she did all 13 of those songs uh she did uh, reasons i drink which I fucking love that song. I I, do I'm too. thrilled that she did that. Did Smiling, which I'm alright with, and, and she did a Blaze, which was really cute. Which was the closer. No. No? A, a Blaze was like somewhere in the middle. Oh. Well, we'll get to the closer in a minute. And then the other songs not from Jagged Little Pill were Uninvited and Thank You, which was the closer. And at the end of Thank You, uh, I think uh, Soul Eye, who's her husband, brought the daughter out to pop a. Uh, confetti confetti thing which was yeah. cool and they're doing that and I, I think the kids are taking turns doing that that's really sweet it was really nice I, I was, really enjoyed the concert uh, beautiful amphitheater as well had a really cool intro we also kept our social distance as much as we can we wore yeah, I, I wore my mask the whole time it was I, I was singing every song but it was like soaking wet by the end of it so it was a fun night and then uh we left. <laughs> <laughs> it was really cool. Uh, we, you know, we stayed, you know, because Vampire Weekend, we didn't stay till the end because, and thank God we didn't because the traffic coming out of that place would have been atrocious. The garage. That was the Vampire Weekend's amphitheater. I think it was, not the amphitheater. It was a, a regular it was indoor down, theater. What was James L. Knight Center. James L. Knight Center, yeah. Yeah, and it was just, the garage was so enclosed and small. It was incredible, and it was annoying to get out. But I told you, like, before it started, I'm like, yeah. this is Alanis Morissette. We're staying for you the, are very for the encore. about that. <laughs> I don't care if we're, we're sitting in the parking lot for hours. We're staying for the encore. And we did. And we did. And we did. It was an amazing show, and hopefully... If people just continue to get vaccinated and wear the masks and practice social distancing, all this stuff can just, like our prior disgraceful president would say, whoosh, 
go away and disappear like magic. I wish. And then we can have more of these concerts and enjoy it without being paranoid that we got to get tested and we're spreading it and all that stuff. We're but, sure as hell hoping Fiona like plans something eventually. Oh my god, I, I would have to have like a whole week off <laughs> to prepare myself for her. Um, That's fantastic. I I, I, I was it, I like I know I'm going back and a little bit, but I didn't allow myself to ex- get excited about the concert until literally that day because up until then. You know, our numbers in Florida kept going up again. And I'm like, the fucking concert's going to get canceled again. You yeah. know, or she's just going to cancel her Florida dates because our governor's an idiot, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but, but we got lucky and I got to see her and I'm still on cloud nine a little bit, obviously. And I'm glad for you, babe, that you did go and, and live that and relive that that memory that you had all those years ago. Many hundreds of years ago. Okay. Well, <laughs> <laughs> we're going to go ahead and take a break and we'll be right back with the White Lotus and a Quiet Place Part 2. All right. So thank you guys for continuing to listen to us. Uh, there was a show that you were trying to kind of sneak into into me watching because you started watching it or I was kind of interested and then you threatened that you wanted to watch it because that's how Whoa. that's how no. <laughs> we work on watching television Here, I suck hold on I suck at watching television it takes me forever to get into a show so then he comes and starts threatening me well if you don't watch it I'm going to watch it without you so I have to give in and watch it and and that's how how our our TV relationship is in okay, a way. But with this this particular show, it was more uh, me looking for something new to watch while you were playing your video games because I'm just you know binging a bunch of shit. And I'm like, oh, I heard good things about the White Lotus. I'm, I think I'm gonna watch that. Uh, Molly Shannon's in it, and you're like, oh oh no, I want to watch that. So that then I had that to sold wait. me. <laughs> and then I had to wait because she didn't appear until like the. Third the fourth epi- episode. or the fourth episode, and I'm yeah. like, which I didn't know that. Disgusting. I thought she was a regular, which they did credit her credit her as a regular, but she was only in two episodes. Yeah. Um, so, um, the show The White Lotus is a is a six episode show in on HBO Max. HBO Max, and basically it's uh, six episodes of different couples and different people uh, vacationing on this resort uh, called The White Lotus. The the story that it's trying to portray is white privilege. Yeah. And how at the or end... Or rich, rich white privilege. Rich because, white privilege. you know, you have... It's very much... I don't... Uh, there was an old British show called Upstairs, Downstairs, mm-hmm. where it was like the rich people in the mansion, at, you know, and their plot lines, and then their servants... Basically, or their, Downton Abbey. And their plot lines. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, you had the rich people coming for their vacation ha- and bringing all their drama to this resort. And then you have, like, the uh, the workers who have their own sets of drama um, and how they clash, uh, I guess. And um, and then there's, like, the mystery of, of a casket. Someone's dead, which was interesting. Uh, the performance of this show is Jennifer Coolidge, who um, many of us know from American Pie, the, mm-hmm. the American Pie series, Stifler's Mom. Uh, she This role was written for her, and she, she yes. almost didn't take it. And she's she's amazing in it. Like, she, look, look out for her when they announce the Emmys next year, because, the, you know, 
I'm sure she'll never, you know, regret regret taking it because she said that she was going through issues at the time with she was going through depression because of covid and being stuck at home so i'm glad she did and uh jake lacy's in the cast uh alexandra daddario who seems to be popping up in everything i'm watching lately and uh, connie Britton, steve zahn uh and what's that guy's name murray bartlett is in it as well and of course molly shannon uh shows up for a couple episodes um and you know the different plot lines there's a family vacationing uh there's a ri- couple on their honeymoon couple on their honeymoon and then uh jennifer coolidge character which is she specifically went to hawaii to spread her mother's ashes uh in the sea as a final wish or something so she's going through that and uh she plays this character with also very well funded she's she's a a very financially stable well all these characters are this is a really high-end resort and it just shows the the privilege of these people Mm -hmm. and how easily they get triggered and how easily they want things specifically and how selfish they are and at the end of the show they all still get what they want of course and that's that's the message that it's trying to portray uh, for this show. I have an interesting tib- tidbit that I was kind of saving for the podcast. Um, and this does contain spoilers. So if you're, you're uh, you know, thinking about watching it, uh, maybe skip a, a couple minutes. But, you know, the the family, uh, the white family that was on vacation and the, the, the girl brought her college friend who I think she's... Uh, mixed, mixed race, black, and she would um, well, both of them would kind of like talk about white privilege and shit like that. Yeah, and then she does something, uh, to kind of get back at the family because she felt, you know, th- there's a whole plot line, um, and she gets caught or she doesn't get caught. She gets someone else caught. She basically screws someone over, and she realizes, you know, she has her own privilege. She doesn't do anything to like fix it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, like, it's not just not just the rich family, because she was talking down or, like, looking down at them, but she was one of them, ultimately, you know? Correct. She yeah, was one I of them. I never noticed that. And, and you're right, because she also got away with it, and... She could have did something. She could have spoke up, you know? She could have used her, because she said that um, when she was confronted about, you know, stealing whatever... Uh, I don't, you know, I don't need the money, you know, which means that she has her own money or her family has her own money. She could have, she could have done something to fix the situation, but she just, she had her, uh, her Rosen Titanic moment and it's like, oh, I guess the door isn't big enough for both of us. (laughs) You know what I mean? So fuck you. I'm going back to school. And leaves that poor kid hanging. Yeah. Um, But the cast is great. Very well they meshed very well. Yeah. The honeymoon couple's chemistry was really good. It was very crass and they, you can tell the friction that they both had yeah. and they played off each other so well, mm-hmm. so perfectly well. The spa lady, Belinda, she, she has such a pretty she smile. She stood out from all of them for me, I guess. When she smiles, like her face lights up. She's gorgeous, and um, she was in uh, Love, Simon, and Love, Victor. She's one of the teachers. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, awesome. I, look, I looked her up. So they go to this 
this island or this uh, this vacation, dream vacation, and everyone's true colors come out, the true definition of who they are come out, and how uh, they even they get into the subject on the dinner table with uh, the the friend about privilege, mm-hmm. and it becomes very very touchy, and you know. Rich privilege is a thing, not just not just white privilege. White rich privilege is a thing. Um, yeah, and, rich privilege. Yeah, and you know the the whole storyline with uh, with Maury Bartlett's character, I I forgot his name, Armand or Armand, uh, where he he's kind of trying to one up Jake Lacey's character because Jake Lacey didn't get the room that that they had, whatever. Um, so yeah he's like go ahead so yeah he tries to like one up him and screw him over but who ultimately has the privilege who's gonna get who fired you know what i mean yeah and what ultimately happens you know and like it's just a back and forth between the two characters throughout the season and you know you're kind of rooting for armand even though you know he has his own issues Mm -hmm. to because you know jake lacy's a fucking douchebag in this show yeah you know um this is supposed to be his character's honeymoon with his uh, newlywed wife. Right. And it was supposed to be this amazing vacation like anyone who dreams a honeymoon would be. And he becomes so infatuated of not getting the room he wants. This is just one story of the many that's yeah. there. And his whole arc is him trying to get the room or trying to make make it better to one up him to get some type of thing because he didn't get what he wanted and it was one of those type of karen moments where i didn't get the room i wanted and although the room that he got was ultimately better because it was gorgeous had a a view of the ocean and the other one did not did not at all Hmm. but it had a plunge pool yeah it was so weird and so real life that it's like that's that's how it is that get Fix, fixated on stuff like that. So he he spends his whole vacation on that, and his wife is realizing what a total fucking tool this guy is that he doesn't realize me or what I can offer him, and she realizes that she's basically a, a trophy, trophy wife. Trophy wife, yeah. And she tries to snap him out of it and tries to reason with him, but he doesn't see that at all because it's like a horse with his blinders on. It's all about me, 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 and what can I get for me to satisfy me? And like I said, this is just one of the rich privilege story arcs that happens here. But the writing is great. The cast is great. The location is beautiful. Um, I think that if you have HBO and you have time, it's only six episodes. Go very, watch it's it. It's very cinematic. It's really good. Really I enjoyed good it. for I television. Enjoyed, enjoyed it a lot. Um, and supposedly, if there if there's another season, I don't think they've announced whether it will be or not. It'll be like a new resort completely. Um, probably not called the White Lotus, or maybe Who I don't knows? know. We'll see. Uh, but we'll we'll see what happens. Uh, I enjoyed it a lot, and you know maybe they should have it at the White Lotus. Why not? And mm-hmm. at least bring uh, Belinda back. Uh, the, the the spa lady, yeah. yes, that she transferred into another resort, and that could be like an anthology series yeah. or uh, whatever. We'll see. Yeah. So we woke up super early this morning at six thirty, and we watched A Quiet Place Part Two. 
Um, why did we wake up early? I don't know why we were awake, but you're like, put a, put a quiet place on. Because I had mentioned that, that I'm dying to watch this movie. For, yeah, for like two days. And I remember because you, two put, weeks. you put your leg on my <laughs> side of the bed. Just to bother at, you. At 6.30 in the morning. And then I'm like, move. And then you did it. And then I started challenging you. And I'm like, you better move or I'll hit you. And then we... Got into a little bit of a fight, a little cat fight, and then we stopped and we're like, "What is going on right now?" <laughs> we're like, "Are we really Wait, doing, why are we this? doing this?" And then you're like, "I want to watch a Quiet Place," and I'm like, "Just put it," and you actually put it on, <laughs> and uh, we made coffee and we watched that movie. That was it. Left us mm, more with a a confusion on our on our minds than okay. There's going to be spoilers for this. Because I, I fucking hated it. Okay. Um, Tell us. First how you of really all, feel. okay. Let me say the first one was brilliant. You know, kudos to John Krasinski for his first script. Maybe they should have gotten someone else to do a sequel. Um, I I just hated it. I hated every contrivance. You can see every twist coming a mile away. I turned to you and I'm like, he's gonna go into that fucking thing. And forget to put the towel down, and they're both going to suffocate. And, oh my gosh, what happens five seconds later? And I'm like, oh my god, really? And a lot of it wasn't true to life. And and the whole thing with these monsters, like, they would hear certain things, but they wouldn't hear other things. And I know that there, there's some sort of frequency that you talked about, but it kind of makes me roll my eyes a little bit. I say it's the decibel. Like... I feel like it just depends on, on what's easier for the script, or whatever. Um... Okay, let me let me get into it. My Where do God. you want to start? So uh, it, we get the, we get a little origin story yeah, going so on. John Krasinski does get to appear in it because spoiler alert, he died in the original. Uh, he because they go back and show how it began, where they uh, they see like I guess fire in the sky, which I guess is spaceships or a meteor or something like that. I don't know. And then the aliens and I and I just don't don't get it i don't get it like they aren't eating people they're just whacking them to kill them they want to kill everyone it's like you can't use our resources without murdering everyone like yeah like why are they so just, angry? just eat us if you're if, if that's what you're here for eat, <laughs> eat people but come on just why are you killing people what the fuck yeah maybe it's it's more for game like a hunting thing I don't know. It bugs the shit out of me. Like none of it makes sense, and and I'm like, I hope they don't do that that thing. And it's and I get like The Walking Dead, you know, ended up becoming instead of about the zombies, the the evil people that it creates that you have to do to survive. What you have to do, you have to do what you have to do to survive. So you yeah. have to murder people or. Yeah. And they ended up doing that as well. There was already a group of people in that. In some the, hillbillies and i'm like my god this is this is just a tired story you know what i mean it might as well be zombies you know um and i'm like you know the the end of the movie the end of the first movie left us with so much hope you know what i mean they figured out how to kill them they just need to get it out there which is fine and it's like they they backtracked and they're like wait let's backtrack and kill more people off before we have that happy ending um it's like all right great fantastic cool whatever so they get on this freaking boat and they found find out the monsters can drown hello m night Shyamalan. you know mm-hmm. what i mean i wonder where they got that story well not the story or but that. the like the plot hole it's like the m night Shyamalan aliens go you know 
are can be killed by water and they go to a, a planet that's 90% water. And these things can drown. Yeah, if like, they're, like, really beyond our intelligence, they would see, like, this li- this planet has this liquid it's that... It's very blue. <laughs> that we kills can't us. swim. We never learned to swim. So, let's find one that so has I, less water. You I know? thought that was just fucking stupid. They can't swim. Come on. I thought that, that drove me insane. But one of them... Because they, they end up going to an island. And, okay, the island thing. That Hold pissed me on. off. And then the fucking monster was hiding in the boat the no, whole well, time no he ended up no that well i'll get to that in a second oh okay because i'm like he he was a stowaway oh, he was no. like i'm gonna get these people no no bro i'll get to that <laughs> he wasn't on their boat oh um but what was i saying before that the island you want to talk about the island okay so there's a signal a radio signal that keeps playing over and over again somewhere over the, the sea, sea or beyond the sea and the little girl figured out that it was transmitting from an island and they meant they wanted us to go to the island because the aliens can't get there or something. Do the aliens understand fucking English? Why can't they just say, hey, come to this island over the fucking radio? You know what I mean? Why do they have to, like, have this this whole thing? That's true. And that made even, no fucking sense and to me. And even if it, like, like, even if the frequency was loud or voices were different... They couldn't get to the island regardless. So why were they afraid of putting themselves out there? Because they can't get to the to the exactly. island. I, I, I didn't put that together. So, okay, during the hillbilly scene when I guess Chillian Murphy is being... Uh, he has the rope and he's underwater. One of the monsters ends up on another boat. And as they are... When I, the the suddenly uh super strength girl picks him up out of the water somehow <laughs> with her own two hands yeah. okay uh they see the other boat with the monster ah i can't go anywhere just floating along so they go to the island of course but the fucking you know see he just happens to float to that same island to murder everyone in that he island floated yeah that's when he went that's when he found that boat He's like, that's the boat where that that monster was stranded. He couldn't get off. He just happened to float. He didn't get caught up in the Virginia Triangle, whatever you call that. The Bermuda Triangle (laughs) or the Basin Rift, the current rift. You know, where where were they coming from? uh, I I, I assumed it was like Massachusetts. East Coast, yeah. Yeah. So he could have like just floated for years and ended up in Puerto Rico or something, you know? He just happened to end up on that one little dot. That they were, they just happened to be going to. I thought it was fucking stupid. Wow. So of course the happy community, and I'm like, okay, I've seen this a million times before, where the Walking Dead come in, and it's a, a fantastic of, community. What is it? The spirit of America. And then everyone's dead in a couple episodes. <laughs> so everyone fucking died in that community, except I think for two kids that were hiding in a closet. Yeah. I'm like, my God, Dejman De- 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 Hansu. Yeah. Dejman he had a Hansu. tiny ass part, and he was dead. I'm like, that was cliche as fuck. They killed the black guy off. And Chillian Murphy was there, and then I didn't get the whole scene where she left her ring, and then there's going to be a number three because they aren't reunited yet, and I don't give a fuck about number three. I'll, I don't, I, I, I really didn't like this movie, ladies and gentlemen. I'm sorry, I really didn't like it. So from a one to five, I'm gonna give it a one. Okay. I'm gonna give it a one because I don't give zeros. Okay, I'm gonna give it a one as well um, because I really have. I really couldn't care less for 
I was very disappointed. I was. I'm glad we didn't see it in the theater and we just saw it on Paramount Plus. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Oh, well. At least I got to see Alanis. Isn't that ironic? Oh, I got one hand no, in no. my pocket no, and the other no, one copyright, I am copyright learning. infringement. You ought to know that. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. But on that, thank you. <laughs> Get it. We gotta that go. was an uninvited uh, joke right there. Uh, well, if you have a problem, then call the doctor. Uh, I'm not the doctor. Oh, well, you know. But all I really want is to end this podcast, so let's go. Right. We got to go, guys. We got to get ready for the week. We thank you for tuning in and listening to us rant, discuss, and fangirl over movies, people, and the music of our lives. Don't forget you can keep up with us on Instagram at PressPlayAR. That's PressPlayAR on Instagram. I'm Augie. Hey, hey, hey. I'm Riz. Thanks Thanks for for listening. listening.